0: Let's talk about love, let's talk about money, Let's talk about sex, let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you, let's talk about me, Let's talk about us, let's talk about we, Let's talk about you, let's talk about me Let's talk about us, let's talk about we Let's talk about wealth, let's talk about greed Let's talk being broke, living in poverty Let's talk about black, let's talk about white Let's talk about how we still fight for our rights Let's talk government, sex, schemes, and drugs And Let's talk about God, let's talk about love Let's discuss our feelings Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to Be S. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantreux Lavette, and this is Bougie Bible Studies. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the number one Bible study class that you will ever come across. And if you are not new here, you already know how we get down as we dive into the Bible and read a chapter a week and get the understanding of how the Bible is so vital for our lives, how it's preached all over the world, and just the great stories in the Bible that give us an explanation of how God is working in our lives today. I think the stories in our Bible are so important to read and not just throw out scripture so it is very important for me to dive into the Bible and get the understanding that I need because I know that sometimes scripture can be thrown in the wrong context and it can mean and seem the wrong thing, especially giving it to me when you don't have the knowledge of what God is speaking to me about. So this Bible study class is very important for anybody that wants to walk in relationship with God, but just don't know how, don't know where to go or don't have an understanding or even do have an understanding, even if you are a veteran and just need a new, refresh start of how to walk in relationship with God, this Bible study class is just for you you okay I'm related to you through Christ and I could say sisters and brothers but cousins to me sound more better because I just feel like that it does that's my business <laughs> but if you are ready we are in episode class 38 if you are new here then you want to get an understanding of the how this works and you don't want to jump into this episode then go ahead and check out the other episodes before so you can see and kind of catch up where we are we are in the ocean testament of the bible and just seeing the relationships and walks of how god moved through the Bible at that time and how he still moves to our lives and through our lives today. And so I can read out of any Bible version you choose to. It can be mobile, paperback, any version you choose to, that's your business. I read out of the NIV version. That's my business. I jump in and out of the Bible through chapters and I have this border here. It's called a tracker, which is tracking my progress of how I'm going through the stories, and I decided to take you along with me. Alright. So don't be trying to leave and ditch and trying to turn this off Uh -uh. we need God together I think unity is very important especially in this crazy world today so go ahead grab your Bibles your phone open up the Bible app or just go ahead and type it in your browser whatever the case we will be in Job 38 and the title for our chapter is God answers to Job Now, this is our first time diving into Job, like I said, but we are going to get an understanding of what we need about this chapter. If you are ready, I am too. And yeah, let's go. Job 38, the Lord speaks, verse 1. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, who is this that obscures my plan with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you should answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched the measuring line across it? On what were its footage set? Or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place, when I said, This far you may come and no farther, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place, that it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? The earth takes shape like clay under a seal, its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their light, and their upraised arm is broken. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. What is the way to the abode of light? And where does darkness reside? Can you take them to their places? Do you know the path to their dwellings? Surely you know, for you were already born. You have lived so many years. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow, or seen the storehouses of the hail, which I reserve for times of trouble, for days of war and battle? What is the way to the place where the lightning is dispersed, or the place where the east winds are scattered over the earth? Who cuts a channel for the torrents of rain, and a path for the thunderstorm, to water a land where no one lives, an uninhabited desert, to satisfy a desolate wasteland and make it sprout with grass? Does the rain have a father? Who fathers the drops of dew? From whose womb comes the ice? Who gives birth to the frost from the heaven? When the waters become hard as stone, when the surface of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons? Or lead out the bear with the cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourself with the flood of water? Do you send the lightning boats on their way? Do they report to you? Here we are. Who gives the ibis wisdom or gives the rooster understanding? Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? Who can tip over the water jars of the heavens when the dust becomes hard and the clouds of earth stoked together? do you haunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions when they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in thicket who provides food for the raven when it's young cry out to god and wonder about for lack of food and that is the end of our chapter well god has a lot of questions so let's break it down boom so i just wanted to say oh my goodness what a lot of questions God had in chapter 38 and the questions actually carry on but we don't get to carry on to chapter 39 it looks like in our study we are moving over to Psalms so let's break it down God speaks to Job at last Job gets what he has demanded Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? In a span of a few days, Job experienced more tragedy than most people encounter in a lifetime. He cannot even suffer with dignity for he has to endure his wife's taunts and his friends lectures. Nearly every argument on a problem of pain appears somewhere in the book of Job, but the arguing never seems to help poor Job. He is suffering a crisis of relationships more than a crisis of intellectual doubt. But through it all, Job steadfastly refuses to turn his back on God. He has only one request, to hear from God in person. He wants an explanation straight from the source. So at last... Job gets his wish. God answers Job with a speech often quoted for his majesty and beauty. and a touch of sweet irony, God makes his interest just as Elihu is explaining why Job cannot expect a direct answer from God. God talks and Job listens. Job has saved up a long list of questions, but it is God who asks the questions, not Job. Brace yourself like a man God begins. I will question you and you shall answer me. American writer Frederick Bishner sums up what follows, God doesn't explain, he explodes. He asks Job who he thinks he is anyway. He says that to try to explain the kind of thing Job wants explained would be like trying to explain Einstein to a little neck clamp. God does not need Job's or anyone else's advice on how to run the world. Brushing aside 35 chapters worth of debates on the problem of pain. God plunges instead into a dazzling poem on the wonders of the natural world. God points out one by one works of creation of which he is proud. In effect, God asks Job, would you like to run the universe for a while? Go ahead, try designing an ostrich or a mountain goat or even a snowflake. God was being very sarcastic when asking these questions because he knew that Job had a list of questions to ask him. So instead, God said, Look, brace yourself because it's about to go down. Not only do I have all these questions to ask you, you're going to listen to me and you're going to answer. And I'm sure at the end of the long list of questions that Job may have wanted to ask God, every question on that list probably was already answered by God asking Job questions. It was not the expected message that Job was expecting, nor was he thinking or realizing that he was going to get an opportunity to even ask God these questions. So astonishingly, the question of suffering does not even come up in God's speech. Yet somehow Job seems satisfied and humiliated at the same time. Actually because surely I spoke of things I did not understand. He confessed. Things too wonderful for me to know. And that was in chapter 42, um, which we don't get into. I'm sure after the questions that God ask Job like I'm not sure of what really went down in the book of Job because we haven't gotten there yet but just based off of this chapter I'm sure we all have a lot of questions to ask God and I know for me a lot of times it's why me to ask that question to God, why me, and not to understand his answer, it would be silly for me to continue to ask the question if I don't open my ears or my heart to hear God answer me and give me the answer that I need to say, this is why you. So he's given me the opportunity to understand this chapter because for a lot of times I do want to question god about some things that happen but when i take the time out and i get ready to question him i know before it wasn't like this but nowadays when i do take the time out to question him sometimes the answer comes straight to my heart and yes There have been times when I've tried to block out the answer that I may have wanted to receive from God when God is constantly already pouring into me the answers they already done. Everything is already done in our lives. And to really understand and experience that for me is like, you got to walk in relationship with God. You got to be hand in hand with Him because if you take this journey with Him, He's definitely speaking with you. He's moving with you, if not even moving through you. Like, God is always with us. A lot of times for me, I like to question Him about, you know, why I'm not here, why I'm not doing this, why I'm not doing that, why I'm not doing this. And then the whole time, I've already got the answer. I already got the reason why I already got the knowledge that I need, but still I have this thing inside of me that I still wanna question God. Just taking on this story, it just makes me realize and why that sometimes I can just sit there in peace and let God ask me questions. Wantra, why are you not doing this? Why are you not moving on this space why are you not going there why are you not linking up these folks why are you not networking why are you not pushing your business why are you not like there's a lot of things that I'm sure God want to ask me that I know that I have the answer for that I probably will be humiliated if I try to even answer him because I know that he gave me the tools that I need to proceed in this world and for a lot of us sometimes we let fear or the understanding of what we don't know get in the way of you know coming into questioning God like God is not going to come down and give us a million dollars but yet he gave us the knowledge and tools needed to set ourselves up to make a million dollars like if God gave you breath today that he gave you an opportunity to get up and start something new and I'm talking to myself I'm not preaching to nobody else I'm talking to myself because I need to tell myself this because even on my lazy days I need to get up and do something that's going to put me in a better position I need to realize that like we all fall short in places and we all want to question. God's motive or God's reason and not even really want to take the accountability of already having the answer. Like God already gave us the answer, He gave us the tools, He gave us everything that we need to proceed. So. I'm sure in this chapter, um, I don't know for you, but I know for me, to even get an understanding of Job and what was going on with him, for him to have to go through all that suffering, being taunted by his wife and being lectured by his friends, and still not turning his back on God. Instead, he had a long list for God, and that's all of us when we go into our prayer, or when we want to question God, or are we feeling a certain type of way? We all have a list for God, and it may, may not be long and it may not be sure, and it may not be wherever, but the fact that we all want to question God's motive and here it is in Job, you can open up your Bible and you can see God answering a lot of things. Like when I watch nature, when I look at nature, I'm really amazed by it because a lot of people like to put science above God. But for me, as God created science, he created all things. He gave it a possibility to even understand and, and it just, it. It brings me to such honest to know, like, wow, our God is amazing. Our God is magnificent. And you can be from any background. You can be from anywhere around the world. And yet we still share the same creator. It's just beautiful. And I really appreciate having that opportunity to dive into the Bible and get this understanding. So above all, God's speech defines the vast difference between the God of all creation and one puny human being like Job. God reels off natural phenomena. The solar system, constellations, thunderstorms, wild animals that Job cannot begin to explain. God's point is clear. If you can't comprehend a visible world you live in, how dare you expect to comprehend a world you can't even see? The question is, does God reply to Job surprise you? If you were in Job's place, what kind of answer would you have wanted from God? I would say, I don't know the answer that I would want from God because I would think that God already answered me. That is a tricky question, you know, when you really think about it. Think about it, you know, if you were in Job's position, what answer would you want from God? God started laying it all out. He started breaking it down. Not that he was being sarcastic or trying to be sarcastic, but sarcasm was in the picture here as he started laying out like, whose father the drop of dew like from whose womb come the ice who gives birth to the frost from the heavens when the waters become hard as stone like god started kind of like talking his smack because he know that we all have questions we all want to question his ability or his reasoning of why it goes down the reason why I go down but I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to walk in relationship with him to be able to go into the Bible that is available for all of us everybody has the opportunity to do that but not just go into the Bible to actually take these stories and let God do something different in your by really speaking to you and giving you the answer that you could be questioning him about. And it's so beautiful to see because every day we have these challenges of wanting to get something from God. And I'm sure we already got it. We just haven't gotten to that place yet to receive it. Not saying like it's an honor, like I'm bragging about it. But every day, every chapter, every step, every movement, every encounter... Every person, every job, every opportunity, every breath is a gift from God, something that we could question, but then we know who to thank for it. It's like everything that's happening around the world, yet we want to say, oh, a lot of people, if God loved this or he did this, why is this happening? those people are ignorant people like that are ignorant and we shouldn't indulge ourselves with conversations where we have to questions god ability god's reasoning god's love his protection His healing like it's all in us and we all know that we have an expiration date here so our purpose is to walk every day and journey of trying to unite what god's purpose is for one another and when I look outside, I just see how wicked and evil the world is. It is sometimes so disgusting that it makes me sick to sometimes live on this planet. But yet, I think about people like me, and I think about other good people that have it in them, or who do have a relationship with God, and who want to walk in the purpose that He stands for them. Then it makes it worth it to continue the journey, you know. And and I don't know why sometimes I think like that. I don't don't come judge me or anything but sometimes it happens like that so it was very great to dive into Job you know sometimes it's very hard to understand the Bible or even a simple verse or chapter or a scripture because people tend to give knowledge about God in their own perspective but I say let God work through you and walk relationship with God so that he can give it to you individually because what he could be talking to me about about Job 38 he could be talking to you different about Job 38 again does God reply to Job surprise you who is this that obscures my plan with words without knowledge we all have these questions we all want to know how God works but to be able to explain to try to explain the kind of things Job wants explained will be like trying to explain Einstein to a little neck clamp I think sometimes God is unexplainable. And even too, when it comes in being in person with somebody or seeing them, and I can't really put a relationship on people. I can't throw my God relationship on people. I can't force people to have a relationship like I have with God. It's like, that's your business. You have to want to walk in relationship with God. That's the only way that you can understand or know how this life thing works. And for me, is God come first. And then everything comes after. And so I stay on a narrow path that he has designed for me. And he shines light for me to be able to focus on him. And that's what matters to me. So you guys, you guys been diving with me today. It was very short and beautiful and lovely as we dive into the book of Job. And we got an understanding that questions are sometimes answered already in the question. All you have to do is listen. Pay attention and talk with God and get his answers. See what he says to you. It's already there. It's planned for you. Share this message with somebody who you feel could benefit from it. And Go ahead and check us out on social media. Things will be changing and ramping up for the new year. Happy New Year to everyone out there. Every day is an opportunity and it's a gift. And I'm so grateful and thankful to be able to be here. So I'm glad you guys tune in. To me, it is such an honor to be your host and cousin through Christ. I am Wantra LeVette and this is Bougie Bible Studies. Until the new year of 23, you guys. Bye.